It's deja vu all over again for the cable industry on this Consumer Goods Edition of Industry Focus. Greetings, fools. I am Sean O'Reilly, joining you here from beautiful Alexandria, Virginia at Fool Headquarters. To my left is the incomparable Vincent Shen. How are you today, sir? I'm doing very well, Sean. I really enjoyed the long weekend. How about you? You uh, at me as well. I went to a uh, little cookout pool party. I biked into the district. I actually biked 16 miles. 16 miles. How are you feeling after that? It hurt. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, at least uh, we were able to enjoy some very nice weather. Yes, we were. So uh, while we were out enjoying the weather, I'm sure a lot of investment bankers were very busy with the topic of the day, which is, of course, the repeat buyout of Time Warner Cable. Um, the deal with uh, Comcast, you know, obviously fell, th- fell through. We were talking about it almost a month ago, almost to the day. And then uh, late last week, we find out that, oh, look, they're getting bought out again. So uh, what's going on? Yeah, so, uh, you know, Charter saw the uh, the rejection, essentially, of the Comcast-Time Warner deal. <laughs> You know, with the regulatory issues they ran into as an opportunity to step in because they were one of the original bidders before. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, early last year uh, during that whole process, when Comcast eventually came out as the winner um, during the, you know, the, the, what was essentially a bidding war, um, Charter came in. Their offer of about $37 billion or one hundred thirty-two fifty per share at the time was considered a lowball offer, and that didn't work out for them. But this was their second chance, and uh, now they they're definitely, paying up. Now they're paying they up. They definitely <laughs> are paying up and getting aggressive so with the price. This deal's crazy complicated. You were saying there's like four facets to it? Well, there's just um, like two transactions basically happening at the same time because Charter is going to be merging with Time Warner. But it's also gobbling up Bright House Networks, too, which is, I believe, the yes, it's the sixth largest cable operator in the country. Um, that's a $10 billion deal. So that was announced earlier. Um, but the issue was that was contingent on the Comcast Time Warner deal closing. Oh, boy. So some people thought that that might be falling through, that actually might uh, Bright House might actually become a target for Time Warner if Time Warner decided to stay uh, independent, independent yeah. and to start you know getting aggressive in its own efforts. Because the but, order of the day is consolidation, one way or another, and that's you know basically what we're seeing here. Yeah, the the overall the overall trend um, that everybody in the industry is basically uh, citing is that Netflix, Amazon Prime, Instant Video, all these set top boxes and other services and alternatives are cutting in to their cable TV subscriptions. I still remember a month ago. It seems like everybody just knew that something like this would happen because when the Comcast deal fell through a month ago, Time Warner Cable stock didn't fall at all. I mean, it was like negligible. And then we get this huge premium. It's like, oh boy, wish I had bought that day. But <laughs> So, um, yeah, it you know, everybody see feels like this is a huge, uh, there's this big change coming in where they're going to continue to lose their cable TV subscribers. So a lot of these companies are making more investments into broadband. They're consolidating to try and cut costs and just make things run as efficiently and so they can hold a biggest, bigger piece of the pie, basically, in this industry. So what are the possible regulatory issues? Because this thing has a huge breakup fee. That's like $2 billion if this fails to go through that uh, Charter has to pay out, I guess. Yeah, and that goes both ways, too, because you know, in one case, Charter pays $2 billion if... Um, Regulators block the deal like they block the Comcast deal, and at the same time, you know, Charter's not the only one who's been looking 
into snapping up Time Warner. Um, there so were some another, rumors. Yeah, there were some rumors rumors recently from actually uh, from Europe, actually from Altice and uh, their leader Patrick Drahi. He he's been making moves. So. Yeah, exactly. He recently purchased a seventy percent stake in a mid-sized company called Suddenlink, which is the seventh largest cable operator in the U.S. They have about one and a half million uh, customers. So that deal was about $9 billion, and he was in the States, uh, I guess, having meetings for that deal. But he also uh, met with the CEO of Time Warner, Rob Marcus, and there were some rumors that you know he might be making doing something similar, essentially. They're just just catching up. Charter picked up. up number six. And then they decided to snap up time, gobble up Time Warner as well. And Altice was looking into a very similar situation where they were snapping up number seven. But right now, uh, you know, that breakup fee gets paid by Time Warner if they are to end up going with a different suitor. But based on, you know, the financials, especially for Altice, it might be too big of a deal for them. So, uh,. Regulators want more competition in the cable industry. They obviously met with Comcast, Time Warner Cable, and they didn't. They they never had to go public with, yeah, we're not letting this go through. But they did drop the deal after multiple meetings with the regulators, and it was going to look very, very hard. Um, what are the odds of this falling through because of the regulators? Well, the thing is, a lot of Wall Street analysts, you know, this is a news was announced just a few hours ago this morning, and a lot of Wall Street analysts are already coming out saying like. This is a slam dunk. You know, this has much better odds of being approved. And keep in mind, a lot of these are the same people who, when the first Put deal Comcast was announced, with Comcast, the ringer, they yeah. said that this one was going to be, you know, most likely it was going to be passed, a slam dunk, like sure thing, just two really big companies that with very uh, with different very, geographies. That was the argument. Yeah, the that thing, they were is, you make. know, when Comcast Time Warner was announced, they said, you know, these guys are very influential in Congress and. They're going to be. They should be able to get this deal passed. Was that, that obviously was, was that happen. the argument they'll they'll uh, they'll line a lot of <laughs> briefcases with. Okay. Um, but this time, you know, it's the same thing. Except there's, it's keep in mind that this is number three, number two, and the combined entity will still be number two to Comcast. Um, so currently, Charter has about six million subscribers in 25 states. The combined entity will quadruple that number to nearly 24 million subscribers. But they're still lagging Comcast. Yes. Um, you know, that 24 million is still second to Comcast, which has about 27 million uh, subscribers in the country. So, you know, keeping that in mind and also the fact that, you know, Comcast owned NBC Universal. So it was also, you know, had a lot of control of these me- of media uh, products as well and properties. So... In this case, Charter and Time Warner, they don't have that issue. So, again, that's uh, a plus for this deal being approved. Tom Wheeler, you know, FCC chairman, he, he had reportedly spoken to both Marcus and uh, Rutledge recently about this deal, you know, speaking to the leaders of the two companies, saying, you know, we're not going to just bar all cable deals, but we are going to look at this and say, you know, not only is it, does this need to not or not only does this need to have a not have a negative impact on consumers, it needs to benefit them as well. So it's clear that they're not going to just let this fly through easily. They're going to look at it very carefully. Got it. So uh, and this is kind of a homecoming for John Malone, right? Yeah. So Malone has always pushed for consolidation in this industry, and you know, like you said, he he really wanted a Time Warner 
during that first bout of negotiations. So being able to get it through this time, I'm sure he's very happy, but he's paying the price. You know, the offer is about $195 per share split between cash and stock. Which raised my eyebrows when I saw it because I was like, whoa, that's way more money than we were talking with Comcast and even with Charter originally. Like, why this much more money? (laughs) Um, Well, the thing is, yeah, the premium here, just to give you an idea, is... You know, this new purchase price is about a 25% premium to the Comcast offer at $45 billion or so, and it's a, almost 50% premium to the original offer that Charter made last year that it lost out on. And, you know, why that is, I think Time Warner did a really good job kind of leveraging its situation where the Comcast deal fell through, and now it had multiple potential suitors being charter LTS and you know potentially other companies as well but those were the two big ones so maybe playing them against each other saying like hey you know we are we're happy to proceed but we want to get paid for it obviously plus the fact that you know since that first Comcast deal was announced the one that fell through um you know Time Warner has gone through has turned around a bit quite a bit with its you know operational efficiencies and it's just performance it reported earnings uh late last month and it missed on top and bottom lines but it was able to bounce back with subscriptions and so that plus the you know cost cutting inherent of cleaning shop before you sell yourself yeah exactly so it it increased its cable subscriber base for the first time since 2009 and it also logged the highest number of broadband subscribers since 2007 oh wow so combine that with what they're expecting to be at least 800 million dollars in cost savings but probably more when you factor in bright house as well yeah um you know that's uh a lot of money on the table Jeez, very good so it's a you know total deal value fifty six billion dollars like I, like we said earlier the Comcast deal is forty five total enterprise value when you include debts almost eighty billion dollars like this is a really big premium and the thing is uh, you know when I checked earlier for trading on Time Warner shares I think they're still trading around one seventy six one seventy seven there's a little bit of a spread there still so between the offer price is almost one hundred ninety five dollars and a lot of people. I think are kind of weighing in the possibility that this is not going to be approved by regulators, yeah. which is why it hasn't jumped up to that actual comes, offer price. Do they want a duopoly? I mean, that's yeah, man, they're probably going to put them through the ringer anyway. anyway. Yeah, well, that is what it's exactly going to be because Comcast and this new entity you know, that a lot of people are referring to as New Charter. It'll be a very strong number two. Yeah, they they have they'll have twenty percent of the U.S. broadband market combined with Comcast. You know, they'll be obviously very very sizable players the biggest by far very good well thanks for your thoughts vince have a good day thank you sean and before we go i wanted to make all of our industry focused listeners aware of a very special offer it is a uh st- a subscription to stock advisor then uh, what you'll get is uh two stock picks every single month from our team of analysts it is the our award-winning newsletter started more than 10 years ago by motley fool founders tom and david gardner uh, just go to focus.fool.com to take advantage of this deal. Once again, that is focus.fool.com. And as always, people on this program may have interest in the stocks they talk about, and The Motley Fool may have formal recommendations for or against those stocks, so don't buy or sell anything based solely on what you hear on this program. For Vincent Chen, I'm Sean O'Reilly. Thanks for listening, and Fool on! Fool on!